0: Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom.
1: Today's guest felt his strong calling to pastoral ministry at a very young age. His response to that calling was a pretty typical one.
0: He ran as far away from God as he possibly could. That turning from God led him down a path of addiction and gangs that eventually led him to facing decades in jail.
1: But John Mauser is talking to us today. It's a great story of redemption and healing. He'll share it with us and speak hope into your life.
0: Today's guest is John Mauser. He's an author, a writer, a speaker, and a life coach. And he spends his time teaching other young men and women how to overcome addictions in their own lives by experiencing a life of addition in Jesus Christ.
1: I heard that you actually had a pretty early calling to ministry. Tell us about that, how you knew that, and how you uh, chose to follow or not follow that calling.
2: So i had I had a calling very early, about ten years old, and and I immediately ran away from that. i uh, I knew that I was supposed to be a pastor, and I did not want to do that, so i I left. I'll never forget I was ten years old. I left and made sure I never went back to church.
0: What was it that really made you not want to do that and not follow that call?
2: I think for me, I had kind of seen it done poorly. Um, I didn't really have, I didn't have the best representation of pastors around me. Um, I didn't really feel that love. I felt a lot of judgment. Um, you know, I was a hurting little boy, and I was looking for answers, and the people that were around me, they they weren't. They weren't seeing that I needed help.
0: You say that your life as a child was a pretty rough one, and you were really hurting. Can you tell us a little bit more about your childhood?
2: So, when I was younger, um, I experienced rejection from my dad. And as a, I remember I was nine years old, and he kind of just quit paying attention to me and started kind of ignoring me because I started to make some bad choices. The friends I was hanging out with were much older than I was and, um, I didn't really know how to process rejection. And so of course you internalize it and it makes pain. And I didn't know how to deal with it. I was confused. Um, and it made me, uh, kind of, kind of mad and, and angry.
1: It's really interesting, too, right? You experience rejection, yet at the same time, you also feel the Father God calling you to him, but because of that hurt from the rejection, you reject God.
2: Yep, yep, exactly, just exactly. That is perfect analogy. So this road uh, eventually
0: took you down a path of of depression and um, addiction and prison. Tell us a little bit more about that.
2: So, I mean, of course, if you're not hanging out with the right people, you're hanging out with the absolute wrong people, and I just I did. Here's what I remember doing: I did everything I could to disqualify me to be a pastor, and uh, and and that rejection and that pain in my heart really really helped me. Uh, I didn't know that at the time that that was what was fueling me wanting to be accepted by these uh, you know these gang members, these these guys that were just you know mean guys. Um, and the drugs would numb that. And so that, I mean, of course, that led into a whole other avenue of uh, destruction.
1: You've written a book. We've seen your picture from the press release about the book. Like, you look like a nice, kind of timid, clean-cut man, right? But you got wound up in all sorts of rough and tough stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, he always cleans you up better than you looked before. That's, what I like. <laughs> That's right. Great thing about God, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, and you actually ended up in prison. Yes, sir. Yep.
2: So uh, at 21, I uh, I was facing 40 years, so I would've been 61 getting out. So that was 2004. So even today, I still remember. I'm still supposed to be in jail. Wow. Um, you know, I, I had a large shipment of drugs at my house. The ATF kicked our door in. Uh, a guy was wired as a confidential informant um and we were uh we were busted we were we were had and the uh, it really didn't make sense to me because i was invincible up until that point and when i seen the judge and he told me the charges and what the what was going to be the consequence it it kind of blew me away and so that's kind of where my jesus turn started i said lord If you're real, then I need some help.
0: How did you manage to get yourself out of that sentence?
2: So, um, really, I mean, just through a a turn of events and that little bitty prayer, God began to move. Like, I'd seen him moving through my attorney, through my judge, and favor was opened up for me. Um, I ended up getting released from jail. They, I didn't have to pay a dime to get out of jail. Uh, they released me just, they were going to fill my paperwork out. And then um, throughout that time, I went back and forth to court trying to fight for my life. And the the judge told me, John, today is the day you will either go to jail for 20 years or you're, you're going to have to plead guilty. And, uh, and I said, man, I will plead guilty. So I pled guilty. I, I, I did. I, I'm a convicted felon. But... I was able to take that and take that two years probation and walk away from it, wow. so walk away from everything.
1: And what's helped you, uh, like obviously Jesus and God have answered your prayer, right? But what's been like the biggest help to help you walk the right path now then? Was it easy for you to turn away from everything because of what you were facing yeah. or is it still a struggle and things pull at you? No,
2: it honestly, it was really hard because, you know, you built that. I built that life for a long time, and I had a lot of, lot of habits, a lot of mindset. Uh, but what really helped me is God began to put people in my path that had similar story and were looking for hope. And it was so strange. I was able to look them in the eye and tell them, hey, man, if God did it for me, he's going to do it for you. And that's what helped me is helping other people because they would depend on me. They would be looking for me to make it, and if i wasn 't making it, then there's you know they 're thinking well nobody 's able to make it so i can 't make it and so that insulated me to continue to grow in Christ, to move forward in my life, to grow in my career and develop and that nature of thing
1: and now, like you 're working towards becoming a pastor, is that correct, and serving yep. Jesus every yep. day? <laughs>
2: I'm fully surrendered at this point. I am completely open. So I have just just a few classes left and I'm a licensed pastor through the assemblies. Um and then of course I have that two year carry that license and I'll be ordained.
1: Do you believe that? <laughs> Some days are you still like in awe of what God has done in your life.
2: Crazy. Absolutely mind blowing. And I tell people that, man, God's gonna blow your mind.
1: Yeah. And
2: I know it's hard for them to believe, but, I mean, I take them through the path. But this is where I was, and here's where I am now. I mean, there's no way you can do that.
0: Going back to that path, how did you manage to overcome the addictions aspect of things?
2: So my story, and, and I share this in the meetings that I do at the churches, my story was just saying no. Just just saying no a bunch of times. and I, I didn't really have, like, this formula Uh, But I was really serious about meeting with God daily because I knew if I did not, I would, by nature, you know, just wayward by nature, I would veer into the ditch. And as I daily met with God, read my Bible and just stayed connected, it kept me on the road, kept me between the lines. I didn't have to go off in the ditch. Um, there were some hiccups, but he got me right out of the ditch and got me right back on the road.
1: Uh, your book is called The Battle for Healing, How I Learned to Trust yes, God and Fight for Triumph Over My Sickness. It really is a battle. You had to work hard for this, didn't you?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I uh, I wanted a quick healing. I wanted an instant healing, and and it, and it aggravated me to see other people get that and me have to really fight for mine. Mm. But I appreciate now that God was teaching me how to fight. You know, the Bible says he trains our hands for war. And, and, and if I would have got a quick miracle, I would have not been equipped for the days ahead.
1: You know what, actually, I think a lot of people, like even others, they might look at your story and feel like you got a quick miracle and they're not getting one, right? We often do that. We yeah. look at others yeah. and we're like, oh, it happened so fast for them, but... I mean, God answers our prayers right away and shows up when we call out to Him, but it's still a journey and a process with Him, isn't it? Yes, sir. You're exactly right. What's it been like for you now trying to become a pastor and teaching people about Jesus? Have you met resistance from within the church, the body of Christ? Like, you know, even Paul after his conversion, some of the disciples didn't trust him right away, right? So, have you run into that at all?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, it. it I have noticed just like you said, man you look so clean cut and people tell me that and and so I tell them hey you know I wasn't always like this and I notice sometimes when I share the full story they they begin to maybe not maybe arms length me for a little bit because it, it is a lot to take in and 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 there is the tendency to go well what if what if he, goes back to this and you know and and i have experienced that and and i can't really blame you know that's just kind of the society and people have made some poor choices going the background that i went Uh, but my job is just to continue to be faithful and steady and i prove them wrong you know that's that's really it helps them know god's real the more i stay on the path right
0: what would you say is the biggest wow moment of your journey
2: Honestly, I would say the biggest wow moment was, uh, was when I came back to church. So I hadn't been to church in 25 years, and some friends invited me. I had been out of jail for a little while, and I walked into this church just thinking, I'm just going to show up like I have when I was a kid. And when I walked through the threshold, not, not of the church building. But of the sanctuary, I walked through the threshold, and I hadn't heard God speak to me clearly in a long, long, long time, since I was a kid. Um, And he said, welcome home,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. immediately. And and I remember fighting back tears, walking to my seat, and I was just overwhelmed by love, because I knew I didn't deserve that love. I had done everything I could to reject him and his calling. And his his way of life, and and to feel loved and welcomed to a place that you rejected it, <clears throat> it messed me up.
1: Messed you up in the best way ever, hey? <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, you know, uh, once in a while at our radio stations, we'll get letters from people in prison, and they listen, right? And uh, yeah. I know also men and women in programs like Adult and Teen Challenge, they listen to us, and they're fighting for freedom from addiction, right? And it's a yeah. hard journey. They feel like giving up and get discouraged. Just speak to those people right now. What do you say to people like that that are listening? So
2: this is what I remember, being in jail and, and, and going through, the, the, the rehab process, the recovery process, here's what I would dominantly run into is, man, you know, I've been like this for so long, and and, and and this is just my way of life. And I really had to fight that mindset, that thought that kept me in that cycle, that cycle. Um, but what I would say is God can make all things new. He doesn't come to bandage up your old life and, and put a... And, and help your little broke arm or, or your limp, he wants to make all things new. Every single solitary bad decision you made or or plan on making in the future, he wants to make it all brand new. He wants to take your ashes and give you beauty no matter where you came from, no matter how long you've been like that, and no matter what you've done.
1: I love it.
0: It's speaking of beauty, tell us a little bit now about your life and your family and, and how things are going
2: it's uh it's overwhelming i'll be honest with you you know I, I drive for you know i live and travel and you know just going different places looking at cars and uh, god has given me a dream a dream life my my publisher says john i'm just living the dream and i realize what he's saying because that's what i look and go god this beautiful wife you've given me i prayed for her for years and, and everything I've prayed for, you've given me. Everything I've asked of you, you've given me. And I just, it's hard to have that and not, my heart is going out to the people that want that because I want them to know they can have it too. I was i was just an old runner. I ran from Jesus. And as I surrendered, he gave me the desires of my heart.
1: Uh, your website, org, What are we going to find at your website?
2: So there's, there's an About Me page just kind of, you know, gives you a span of my heart, where I have came from, um, shows some pictures of my wonderful family. Um, I do have a little bit of a blog there. I got into writing a good bit, you know, writing books. You kind of write different topics. Um, then I have just added a, a podcast on there, and it, and it has to do with being an overcomer, you know, kind of the addiction world. And just overcoming anything, really. And, and every week I upload something as I teach um, a class of about 40 people every week at the church.
1: John, thank you so much. Anything else you want to say quickly before we let you go?
2: I, honestly, I, I am so grateful to be on the radio show. And uh, and, it, and what I would say is never give up. Never quit, whether you're looking for healing or freedom from addiction. The one that never quits, God promised that he would be the overcomer and the one victorious.
1: Big thanks to John for joining us today. I really encourage you to check out his website, maybe, if you're on a similar journey.
0: Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation, you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.